0: Tonight's episode, premiere episode of Party of Two, where a married couple takes on a world of gods and monsters. But not tonight, because tonight
1: we are reviewing
2: Arc Two! Yay!
1: How is it a premiere night? I don't, I'm a bit confused by that. I don't know, because it's different. Alright, yes Tonight
0: is different it's different So you guys, welcome to our review episode Before we get totally down and into it I'm actually going to start with my question for Weston Uh oh um, But uh, Weston, actually it's your turn to ask me a question For our, oh. our, our warm-up question uh,
1: My warm-up question is What's the thing you're most excited about Switching back to being a player
2: didn't you ask me that question already? I don't know.
1: Okay,
0: the thing that I'm really excited about is um being able to really dive into Anna's emotional state and her character development because she's been developing as a character and whatnot through the last arc but has been not like we've not been in a position to show that development because of, you know, the fact that I was in the GM's chair and I was basically treating her like an NPC. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited to dive into different aspects of her personality and um, different things that seem to be developing a little bit, a well, little I, bit with Az, a little bit.
1: Well, it's, it's interesting. It's going to be interesting. No, nope. but. Nope. I mean, he's definitely um, more open with her mm-hmm. than he was before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is a, a real connection that has begun there because for him it's always been, you know, back alley deals
2: and covert ops and Yeah. Things like that. Now they have someone that he's
1: actually like working with on a more consistent basis mm-hmm. and yeah, it's, it's it's different for him. And he's definitely had some emotional things happen
0: He has that have been kind of forced him to either rely on her as a confidant and a oh. companion or turn away completely from
1: My Mic had turned off a little bit. Oh. It accidentally clicked the button.
0: Oops. Whoopsies! <laughs> 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 but yeah, so like there have been some really interesting emotional developments on your side, on Az's side. And so um Anna's we're gonna get to see her kind of retro.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, could you tip my camera up a little bit there? I didn't actually check my camera, and it's no, no, just up. There you go. It's cutting off my head. There we go. You don't need a head. That's better. I need my I head. Need do you need head. a head? You do need a head.
0: Oh, wait. Oh. Wait, wait. Okay. Okay. All right. There All we right. Go. We're looking
1: good. Anyway, looking so, good.
0: okay. um, We are going to do a couple of announcements before we truly go into our dive behind the scenes and discussion about arc two of um, the Scions campaign. So first announcement, something that we have been kind of keeping quiet about and I couldn't talk about yet – but we can now! I'm super excited. Is we are officially partnering with D20 T- Collective to bring you yes. guys some really incredible uh, content for the TTRPG space. We're gonna have special guests on from D20 Collective that are gonna we're gonna be able to talk about uh, like accessories and nerdy TTRPG things and and stuff like that. We're really excited. So next week, actually, we're going to have um, one of their uh, people on our show her name is Kayla she's absolutely amazing and we are very excited very. About, about that and we're going to be talking about dice and dice towers and gaming accessories and what do you need what do you don't need what do you don't need
1: what do you don't yeah what is, what is that what do, <laughs> what do you don't, need?
0: What do you, don't you, need what do you
1: what do you don't need?
0: so what's a need what's a want and what is seriously a waste of money um, so we are going to kind of have that discussion. It's gonna you get my, my are you wanting there? your drink? What's I want my
1: drink. On? My drinks over there. I want for two drink to twink.
0: Well, I, should, I want for to, to, to drink to twink. Um, anyway, so that's one announcement. Uh, we're really
1: excited about that one. That one's going to be cool.
0: Yeah. We have a couple of upcoming projects, um, that we are working on on Thursday. We are going to be on Weston. And I together as players are going to be on play nerd allies. Channel uh, playing as an Sedai and, and a Warder for a Wheel of Time setting of um, D D. We are very excited and we are slightly nervous. Okay, let me rephrase that. I am slightly. Nervous. You're very
1: nervous. Hello, we got Delta Flashback.
0: Arcade invasions. Um, are you a bot? I'm pretty sure this is a bot. very. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Are you a bot? Delta flashback. Tell me if you're bothered. There's Synth
1: Knight. Synth Knight's here. Wee wee. Sorry,
0: we just got our chat up. Um anyway, so we are gonna be doing that on I am definitely not a bot. Okay, good. I'm so glad you're not a bot. We get <laughs> botted every time every once in a while. We do. And I like have to like check. So I call people out on the stream. Not in a mean way though. We love you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. But no yeah, part. so um Thursday enjoying. during the day. So this is gonna be at twelve o'clock Eastern time. Yes. Ten o'clock mountain time.
0: I like to read with a cool message.
1: I like that.
0: No, I like it. Do you know what's funny is Alien Invasion, which I don't know if this is anything to do with your arcade invasion thing. But Alien Invasion is one of our kids' favorite games when we go to the arcade. And it's set up specifically so that you die. The better you do, the faster you die in the game. And I always feel really bad for a four-year-old who's like going to town and he's like actually doing really good. And then everything starts speeding up and then he dies. I always feel really bad, but he gets tickets.
1: He so does. He gets good. his tickets. Um, anyway, but yeah, so yeah, that's Thursday, gonna be in
0: the middle of the day on Thursday 10 o'clock Mountain Standard, 12 o'clock Eastern Time, and it's going to be for about three or four
1: hours. Yep, so it's D- Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition for the gaming system, but takes place in the world of Wheel of Time, taking place right before the events of the book series mm-hmm. or the TV series, which also starts soon.
0: I know! We're so excited about kind of that. the reason
1: why they're doing this is in preparation for that release um and so like As she said fun. we she's Definitely. playing a warder i'm sorry she's playing an ice die i'm a, her warder um we also have if you're fans of the books we have a um uh i who uh i male who can wield the one power yes uh and then there's also i don't remember who the last uh character what their what their thing is I don't, I don't remember. remember. I think there were I gonna, think
0: there's five are there five of us or four of us?
1: I don't remember. I know they were going to have they were going to have a tinker and I wish they had had a tinker oh, yeah. in there. That would have been interesting. But yeah. the thing is tinker's can't fight. Like they are complete You're non, non they're complete non-violence. Oh, uh is there things called a the problem. way of the leaf?
0: That's a problem though because if you had a tinker and an ice to die, neither can attack people.
1: Deity's die can't her life's in danger.
0: Yeah, so she's just going to go put her life in danger so she can attack people. Yep, exactly. Essentially, what she's going to do. I'll be totally honest, you guys. I'm really nervous about this because the Aes Sedai are such a huge part of the Wheel of Time setting um, that I feel like there's kind of like this expectation and expectation weight on me. So if you watch and you know a lot about Wheel of Time, don't call me out too bad.
1: Don't worry, I'll help her. I've yeah. I've listened to all He's them. He's my warder. I'm your warder. Oh my gosh!
0: Anyway, um, so we're doing that with Play Nerd Allies. I am going to be on a uh cast or a um four part series game with Check D's out. Uh, I'm going to be a player in that, which is going to be really fun, and it's a, a setting in their homebrewed world. So that starts October 26th, and that is at 2 o'clock Mountain Daylight Time, 4 o'clock Eastern Time um, on Tuesdays for four weeks. Um, And then in November, I'm doing a thing with Hercules, which that's still kind of a ways out. And then in December, we're doing a Witcher um, campaign. There's lots of stuff. Witcher one shot in celebration of the TV show second season coming out.
1: We're going to be playing the TTRPG of The Witcher.
0: So we're busy. We're busy individuals. Not happening. Anyway, um, all right. That I think that's kind of all of our announcements. Podcasts are up to episode twenty. Um, I am finishing uploading up the rest of this arc, uh, so you can check that out uh, under Party of Two RPG on all of the major podcasting platforms.
1: And we are up to date on our VODs on our YouTube channel. Yep, um, at Party of Two RPG, so you can go watch all of the previous episodes from the both our. Um, arc or season one and number two which yep. we just finished and you can watch all of that there is also a some uh, a eight minute video that will go through episode one I mean season one and I'm going to be releasing this week one that does that for season two
0: so if you want to get caught up and be up to date for season three to start uh, you can watch those videos and know all of the key moments and the introduction of all of the key players so it's super fun
1: should we uh,
0: do you want to roll the tape
1: should we roll the tape? So this is uh, a bit of a highlight reel.
0: Oh wait, do we want to do our, our oh, show should we do trailer our first? Okay, so we're going to do our show trailer first because we don't want to get out of order. So um,
1: show trailer and then directly no, wait, into-
0: what do I say right before we do the show trailer? Um, something something party of two roll the tape. <laughs> I think that's what I, I don't remember what I say.
2: No, I guess uh, we
0: have not actually been introduced. You just saved our lives. <laughs> I apologize. Very rude.
2: Um, I am Sir Michael Sinclair. I am the official uh, tailor and fabric maker for the Queen. Oh, ah, no, not not the Queen. Excuse me for the domina. Huh?
0: <laughs> it's difficult to remember all the different titles. Oh, um, and this is uh,
2: this is my daughter Sophie. Ears that flap down and <laughs> the big derpy jaws. The derpy jaws. <laughs> And uh, Bruce says, well, uh, Hello. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, what are we doing here?
1: It does. So she just comes up with her dagger and runs up and then jumps on this wolf, which is way bigger than she is, and just jabs it down straight into the, the jugular vein, rips out the knife as it blood starts to spurt okay. from this uh, wolf.
2: My darling boy. Oh, shit. And that's where we're going to end tonight's episode.
1: No, 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 no.
2: So this is where you come in. Tonight at the ball, every member of court is going to be there. All of the heads of state, all of the important individuals of Ravenel. Mm -hmm. I would like you at all possible to look at two individuals for me. Of course. Get close to them, try and figure out who they may be connected to. Thank you.
0: Well, and Anna leans
2: forward really quickly and says, Sir so Michael, do I have to wear the shoes? The dress goes all in and she says, I, I need you to get um, Captain Rogers, please. And oh, Captain, shit, Rogers! Captain Rogers! <laughs> Oh Captain my god, Rogers that's hilarious!
0: Okay, that was not on purpose. I would just
2: like to say that was not on purpose. Oh. he's in full plate armor, um, and he does uh, the customary soldier bow to the and Says, uh, "You, you uh, requested
1: my presence." Just uh, quite a question as you yeah. are walking in. Um, is that Ravenel's ass? <laughs> Follow to where they're going. Okay.
2: Will you
0: stop it? Oh my gosh, you guys! This is his third natural twenty. That's my third natural twenty. We've only 20 been playing for like twenty minutes. Like three nat twenties. It is Captain Rogers.
1: As he's there and then starts walking away, as will drop invisibility, and he's gonna yell out, uh, "Rogers." Well, it is my hope that we can uh, help each other.
2: Yes, uh, me as well, considering if things get back to the domino that shouldn't, there will be a problem. Who they are immediately. Hell Knights. And he stops with the sword forward and says to you, We're in a lot of trouble. And she's looking around, she doesn't see
0: a single damn thing that we could use. And
1: she grabs So I have rope! You have rope? I have rope in my bag of holding. So I will reach into my bag of holding and say, how about this? You had that the entire, entire time. We have not needed it before now. <sighs> and then he is going to cast... Message, and he is just going to say, "This is as I am unable to return. If you would pass on a message to the domina, that there is a hell night currently being held in the barracks, she would want to know."
2: So that was a little
0: highlight reel that Weston put together uh, to give you guys a, a, like, kind of reminder?
1: Just kind of of some of the things that happened. I'll go over some of the things during this arc of the story.
0: In the last 14 sessions. Yeah. uh,
1: This arc focused a lot on some political intrigue. Yes. Uh, My character as a sorcerer has a very high charisma. Mm -hmm. And since we don't have a rogue, I took high deception, I took um, thievery, I took different things like that, Mm -hmm. which mixed well with that type of
0: drama kind of arc. And um, I'll be totally honest, when we started in this and I was the GM um, for anyone joining us for the first time that doesn't know, we actually switch off who GMs per um, story arc or what we're going to call now seasons. So um, for season two, this was my turn to to kind of dive in and I really didn't know what to do because we were in the middle of a forest and we had just escaped um, the hellish
1: Citadel
0: Infraak where Anna is a hell knight that basically just broke her oath and um, as, as a slave was running away from his master Uh, It was it it was like I didn't know where to go. So it took a little bit of time for me to find my feet. But once we did and really got into it, then I was like, yes, political intrigue, court things, assassinations happening in other countries, which we didn't really get to talk about very, very much. No, Um, we didn't. But it's it's pretty fun. It was fun to figure out. All of that out. And so
1: starting on this upcoming Tuesday, I take over and I have to pick up exactly where she left off, which I have to say. you kind of
0: left you in like not a fun spot. You left
1: me in kind of not a fun spot because a lot of stuff is not resolved.
0: No, but there's a lot of it that I gave you like liberty to do with as you will. I know,
1: but that it's an interesting difference. At the end of campaign uh, season one, I left you. Pretty much everything Anything I had was, was tied, tied off. off. Mm-hmm. Whereas with mine, you've left me a lot to pick up, which there's one benefit. I know exactly kind of what I have to do in some aspects, mm-hmm. but also a lot harder because now I have to pick up your threads while they're still dangling there. Mm-hmm.
0: There's a lot of threads. And it's so, so let's start with at the very beginning. So yeah. we. At the very beginning of the Actually, story let's, arc.
1: Let's start from very, very beginning. Let me start and give a quick recap of season one.
0: Oh, I thought we were going with, like, in the beginning, there was the word.
1: No. Okay. Not, uh, no, in the beginning was Phrasma.
0: In the beginning was Phrasma, and she was a badass.
1: <laughs> so, um, <laughs> in our campaign, uh, if you're new to this stream, uh, which, uh, Delta, I don't know if we've had you on here before, so, uh...
0: And Triflet, I don't know if you have been here before either, but welcome. Welcome, welcome.
1: Haley's character, um, who is Andoriana, uh, since I was the GM, she was kind of the main character of, of campaign one. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a, t- a tiefling hell knight, yep. uh, which from Pathfinder, hell knights are a lawful neutral or lawful evil order. Yeah. Um, and she had been kind of made to join. Uh, and you were there in Citadel Infraak, which is mainly magic users who summon demons and devils to do their bidding. Mm-hmm. You got caught up in some intrigue there. A missing persons case that you were given as a newer, um, as a an armager, which is kind of like a a rookie, a beginner. Yeah. And you're sent out for this missing persons that no one wants to deal with. Find out that actually the people were being kidnapped and taken into Citadel Infraak itself, having their souls sucked out of them. And that one of the council members of the Hell Knights was using soul magic to build an army of clockwork mechanical soldiers.
0: Yeah, automatons, basically.
1: Yep. You had to, um, you were helped by Az, my character, who was a slave to one of the signifiers Mm -hmm. and a covert operative of the Bellflower Network. Which is a
0: yeah smuggling or or smuggling organization for slaves outside, like to get out of Jellyax. Yes.
1: they are the underground railroad that you had during South during the you know slavery era, for halflings who are enslaved in Jellyax.
0: They're basically the underground railroad.
1: So he helped you with getting out of Inthrac
0: because I was about to be killed. Yes, you were. I was causing enough trouble that I had a lich king. Literally silenced me for a little bit, and then I was gonna, I was gonna die. Like they, they were not happy with me.
1: (laughs) Well, you were mouthing off to Lich Kings. Well, nobody was standing up to them. You know, like, yeah.
0: That's a really fun episode. If you guys like, I think it's episode eight or episode nine. Yeah, that she mouths off to the Lich King and like in the middle of a big council. It's it's really quite.
2: I was really upset.
1: So he helped so. you escape <laughs> through the bowels of Infrac in a cavern that was opened up, and you discover there a hey series of gates to most of the different realms of the Great Beyond. Yeah. Um.
0: So like the Boneyard to uh, the Abyssal Plane, but all of the ones to the- Abyssal were kind of destroyed. Were
1: destroyed. All the but negative, they had all the heavenly negative realms negative All. All three heavenly realms, uh, Elysium, Heaven, and Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the three neutral realms, Maelstrom, the Boneyard, and uh, A- Axios. Yep. Axios. And Those s- three. And so, but we went through there uh, fighting some undead and other creatures, and then came out um, on the other side of the mountain range, into Ravenel, who had seceded from Cheliacs, They were a free country. They mm-hmm. were where all the slaves generally ran away to. Yep. And so we got ourselves to a safe house, and that's where I handed it off to you.
0: And then I took over, and we, uh, it, those first couple of days in the safe house, the uh, person that we were meeting to take us to safety, Farmer Magdalene, who is a leader of the Bellflower Network, a very high-ranked NPC within the world of Glorian, um she disappeared and we had to kind of go find her and in so doing discovered a a new ally her name being Aleya who just seems to not be quite human.
1: She's an overpowered, like she is Faye, or she's like some avatar of a goddess or something something like like that.
0: that. She is is definitely above and beyond. Do you know what
1: she is? I know exactly what she is. Sometimes you have a character and you're like, like, you don't quite know what they are yet.
0: I actually knew exactly who she was. Out of this entire arc, she was the one character that solidified the first. She was the very first one. All right. Yeah. So I know who she is. I know exactly who she is. So, wait, is. wait.
1: Uh, Delta's got a question. So, we alternate with DM within the same campaign. Yes, yeah, we do. Yeah.
0: So, we're in the same campaign. So, we continue with the same. So, essentially, what we do is, um, like in this last uh, season, Weston was the protagonist and my character I treated her like an NPC Mm -hmm. so she was there she was developing as a character um, she was having things happen that I know about as the DM like emotional struggles and things like that but. I was treating her as the NPC and Weston was a protagonist. So now we will be switching and I will be the PC, Weston will be the DM and his character as will
1: be essentially an NPC, essentially an NPC. And the the way we managed to do that uh is that and Yes,
0: John, I love heroes and I think I know what you're referencing. Think.
1: Anyway, moving on. Okay. <laughs> um but uh the way we do that is that we focus the events um, of the story on things that are important to the other character.
0: Which is why we ran so heavily, I ran so heavily with the Bellflower Network um, at the beginning of this arc.
1: Well, and there's a scene, there's a scene that was in that clip uh, that I played for you where uh, she, there's a woman that she's introduced to, you and you see my reaction of mm-hmm. like, holy crap, uh, that's because my character was a slave sold into slavery within. Hours of being born, according to what she she told me, I thought it was weeks, um, and that was his birth mother. Mm-hmm. Like he's been in slavery that his was, whole life, and that was his birth mother. And, and it was like, had,
0: yeah, okay, we'll get to that part. So, um, they get through. Um, they kind of, they find Farmer Magdalene, yep. meet Aleia and end up going as a, a small little group without Alea, uh, with three other uh, halfling slaves that they were getting to free And Siegfried well. the horse. Not, oh yeah, Siegfried the horse, which was a gift from Aleah, who was not quite a horse either. He was a horse, but not a horse. He, he was like common... Miss,
1: he was like Mr. Ed. Oh, Wilbur. Well he didn't barred. speak,
0: though.
1: I he know. It's not... you... <laughs> so funny.
0: He didn't speak. Um... Yeah. But they begin heading up to uh, Kentargo, where uh, Farmer Magdalene had plans to kind of get the halflings uh, to another area to get them to safety. As basically as far away from Cheliex as they can possibly get them. Yep. Along the way, they met uh, Sir Michael St. Clair and yes. his daughter Sophie and their guard Ulfric. And um, they he turns out to be quite the wonderful companion uh, who is... Just well, flamboyant and all over the place. <laughs> well, and as as is an
1: Azamir, um, and the daughter of uh, Michael is an Azamir, Azamir as well, as her, uh, and so they kind yeah. of bonded over you know being Azamirs, um, and as promised. And
0: she's so cute, and she has such a like crush on as. Yeah, it's she does. Adorable. And Az doesn't know what to do. He's super. No, Az has
1: no clue what to do. He is avoiding. And avoided. Sir Michael
0: is like trying to like bring Az into his little family as like a son kind of thing. And Ooh. not in like a weird, creepy way, like <laughs> marry my daughter, but in like a I feel fatherly towards you. Yeah. So I want to. And Az is like 30. So he's. It created some really fun RP experiences of like Az and Sir Michael um, trying to like have a relationship that was more than just like a patron and and whatnot it was it's was fun it was the one where he tried to give you the talk was
1: hilarious oh yes he's like now you understand that she has a crush on you i'm like huh what are you talking about because as as has been an extremely focused individual mm-hmm. um for all of his life in the, the bellflower network is his life and i'll throw it I'll, I'll drop a little lore Here for Az. We're getting Az more. So Az was sold to, uh, as you find out in campaign one, um, to Titus, who was a signifier. Very, Um,
0: very powerful, high-ranking signifier within the Hell Knight orders. Yep.
1: Which signifiers are the magic users of the Hell Knights. And he was interested in experimentation into life force energy. Um, Kind of a bit of a Dr. Kevorkian um, Nazi concentration camp experimentation type things. Yeah. Twin, you know... Uh, if I inflict enough pain on one twin, does the other f- twin feel, feel it? The pain too, you know. Yeah, that kind of stuff. And that,
0: because As was an Azmir, it was interesting. An Asmir. It was
1: interesting to study the life force. Plus, he was interested in certain abilities that angels
0: have, have. and the Asmir are supposed to have. Yes,
1: but as little tricky boy. Didn't. Kept them hidden. Yep. Well, the one, uh, the one actually that he was interested in is a feat that I didn't get. My character didn't get until the next. Are uh, we were in the next arc. So uh, which my, one was it? Uh, my blood hurts fiends.
0: Oh yes, and I didn't. I haven't played with that at all. No, you haven't. It was all political. I didn't have demons. Demon and well and with where we yeah
1: anyway, but the um. <laughs> But as like his his um the woman who raised him, the slave that helped raise him was sold. Mm-hmm. Uh his the the you know, halflings that he considered siblings were sold. Mm-hmm.
0: Wes, did you say cavorkian or man, mangel man, mangeli? You know, man- I said Kevorkian, man-gel-y. which is
1: wrong, and you're right. It's um Mangle. Um Mangle. Man, man, I can't pronounce the name correctly. You are right. That I am one. wrong, John.
0: <gasps> John, savor that.
1: <laughs> he doesn't say it very often. Um, But that... And so for him, like, get, freeing slaves has become everything because it's the way in which he kind of saves his family that he couldn't save.
2: Like, over... Yeah, over and, and over again.
1: Mm-hmm. And so he's been so... Uh, um, I recorded him saying that it's my right to that. You love it, treasure it, John, treasure it, but um, but yeah. So like things of normal life, mm-hmm. romantic relationships, even friends, really, don't exist. Don't exist. I wanted him really to be like a, a deep covert oper- operative who's been left in deep cover too long.
0: Yeah. Well, and he has a really, and you see that a lot in in season two, in arc two, you see that he does have a very difficult time connecting, and he makes choices, and he does things. Um, I piss that Anna off. Anna got so angry so many times at him because of things that he would do because he's so used to doing things on his own. Um, like
1: To him, telling, everyone was an asset. At, telling
0: Sir Michael that she was a former Hell Knight when they had had an agreement That they they were apparently lying about who they were, but out of nowhere, Az decides to tell him that she's the Hell Knight. So she was pissed. She was really angry.
1: She was. He
0: had to take her out to dinner that night to even try and make up for it. And even then it still didn't work. Which was awkward for
1: Az. He didn't really know how to make it up because generally he finds an asset. He burns the asset.
0: And he couldn't couldn't can't really burn on a because she's like
1: well, and he he's ne-
0: his sword. He
1: needs her because I kept he's dying in every squishy. combat.
0: He's so squishy, which is the part I'm scared about in the Witcher or in, in the Wheel of Time. I mean, she's really powerful, but I'm really nervous about being has 22 hit points. You guys, 20. Well, here, here's the
1: difference. Here's going to be the difference <gasps> there. So I'm a paladin in that one, I similar know, to your champion. You
0: will be my shield. You
1: keep using with Anna. You use your attack of opportunities. You never use your glimpse of redemption to help me. I know, I forget. You use your attack of opportunity every time. I will be using my protection ability, my guardian ability all the time. I will not be using the other <laughs> stuff because okay. that's more important. I know my role, which is to help keep you alive. I know it's true. Um, Anna doesn't anyway, know that role. No,
0: Anna. So Anna is like very much his protector and Alea at the very beginning of this arc had asked her to stay with him and to keep him safe and protect him. So, it was like she feels like a duty now. And she also doesn't have really any Anyone anywhere else? to go no. or anything to do. So she is just kind of hanging out. So they eventually get to Cantergo, um, and they stay with Sir Michael in his home. And they live in the noble district mm-hmm. of the city. Um, it's actually set up into all of these different districts. And the green district is where all the nobility live. And the domina or the queen is in that area and that was really where the political intrigue began yep a lot of it they were going up to um as and anna had been sent by Alea to go investigate a missing person who
1: was a member was the network of the, Bel-
0: the bellflower network and so as was like yes i
2: will
1: go and find and save and do but instead we get pulled in from the domina by by michael and, and I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Like, there was a part of me that wanted to find a way to ditch him. Like, yeah. straight up ditch him. But I, I was like.
0: Were, I knew you were going to want to go that way. And if you did, I had, like, I had ways to whatever. But if, I really hoped you didn't. But I, I like, please I, stay with him for at least a little
1: while. Well, as couldn't see a better method. They didn't have much money.
0: No, they had And that money. actually
1: kind of helped because if we had had a whole ton of money, like if we'd found a whole ton of Trevor, which I just remembered, you still have... I still like, have all of that, that stuff all from that the cave. S- all the, the I know, it's stones. all in my
0: stack still. I, still. I mean, granted, all I think stones. it's only
1: a couple, it's only like 20 gold. And you just gave us like 5,000 gold I did. My I did. from my inheritance, uh, from my... But we're not there yet. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it's, I was, that kind of helped make the decision of, okay huh, he can get me contacts in the city that I wouldn't be able to get in front of otherwise. Yeah, see,
0: oh, Matt, I gave him 5,000 gold. But there's a reason. There is a reason. Just just wait. She has a reason. By the way, hi, sweetie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure what it is, but yeah, 5,000 gold at level, we're level seven now. We're leveling yeah, we're
0: up. level seven. But even at level seven. classed. so.
1: But even at level seven, 5,000 gold is a bit, is. Is, is a lot. It's, I think it's about 1,000 I mean, granted, Over- we are very magic item poor. We really are. Um, that's yep. one of the so things that we're doing. So
0: gold it- is about to disappear. <laughs> yeah.
1: So one of the first things we will be doing is we will be going on a bit of a shopping spree.
0: Shopping episode.
1: So that's going to be that happening. That's
0: even annoying to me. I, I will not do that again.
1: <laughs> uh, to get us a bunch more magical items. But mm-hmm. I am also questioning, okay, do we use that money? And do we get a house? Do we mm-hmm. get a property that's our own so we're not under Michael's ob- observation? All it's, the time. Well, especially if you are going to be working with, you know, some shadier people in the city. Do we want them coming into Michael's house?
0: Well, no. And they probably wouldn't be allowed in the Green District to begin with anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. So we get to the Green District and um, Anna and As are introduced to the Domina and given um kind of an interesting rundown of what's been going on in the area and um yeah
1: well and then she um i mean mainly she needs
0: freaking wrote all this and i'm like yeah she needs help
1: she doesn't have any she is unsure who she can trust in her own court yeah she trusts michael Michael Mm -hmm. trusts us. We're definitely capable. We don't have enough experience there to have any allegiance to anyone else. Mm -hmm. So it does make sense to try and grab us as an Mm -hmm. asset and And, try and use us.
0: And this does come up. um, There's an attack in the middle of the night, the day of the ball. Um, So there's this big ball that's happening as like the kind of the beginning of some celebrations leading up to something called the Council of Peers for the area. And the morning of the ball as and Anna are brought into the Domina, um, with this pretty intense, like pounding on the door. The guards are there. They're ushering them. They're like taking them out of the house and they're usher- taking them to the Domina and ushering them in. And, um, it turns out that there's been an attack on a, on a facility called the Cloven hoof society, which is a outreach program for, uh, tieflings who have been pretty a displaced. halfway house. Yeah. It's basically a halfway house for tieflings who are looking for work. And, um, they <laughs> were over 9,000. Are we level 9,000?
1: I Is think that's, that, a a, I, that sounds like a reference to Dragon Ball Z. Actually. No, we're
0: plus ultra. We are plus ultra John in this house. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, but what are we watching right now? We're watching,
1: uh, beyond the boundary. Beyond the boundary.
0: So we, we are beyond boundary right now. We're not. Plus ultra. Anyway, um, sorry, I'm nerding out a little bit about anime. Um, but uh, they are asked. The domina asked. Haven't watched as, it yet. See so Matt. Um, about Squid Game. Yep. What is Squid
1: Game? It's a it's a new one that's oh. come out recently. So keep going. Keep okay. Going. Um, distracted.
0: Sorry, you guys. There's a squirrel over there. Shut up.
1: <laughs> Shiny things. You know, no. Um.
0: Okay. Oh, I want to watch Midnight Mass. Okay, we can't get distracted.
1: Don't get distracted. Um, distracted. the Clovenhoof Society.
0: So this at uh, the Clovenhoof Society and it um everything points to a underground um kind of organization. organization gang thing called the Nightwing Organization, but it points to them a little too cleanly. Yeah.
1: As read that Super quick.
0: Yeah. So the Domina has asked for Az's help specifically because of his, uh, like, 30 years of experience in... Clandestine. ...clandestine organizations and and stuff. So uh, they are sent off to investigate with Captain Rogers, uh, who...
1: Captain Rogers. You guys, I
0: literally did not... We're mid-session. You guys saw it. We're mid-session. I'm introducing this character, and I'm like, Captain Rogers, and I was like, oh,
1: hell... And I'm Rogers. just, I'm just eating it up. I'm like, Captain Rogers. It was Frederick Rogers of in my head. It was Frederick
0: Rogers. Rogers, and so like, I never put the two and two together. And then like, farther into the session, Weston's like, "Wait, what's his first name?" I'm like, "It's Frederick." And she's like, "So it's like Fred Rogers." And I'm like, "Oh
2: my god!"
0: So
1: either way, she was damned if she did, damned if she didn't.
0: That's very true. We were gonna have Captain America in our show, no matter what. Um, it was
1: either Captain America or Mister Rogers. <laughs>
0: So um they go with Captain Rogers and they go investigate things and it turns out Mistress Alea is also in the city. Which
1: we still don't know anything about that.
0: Mm-mm, you don't really like, know didn't get, why well, she there. And, and because we left
1: the ball, we didn't get a chance to like see her there. And yeah. Yep. That's a thread that I don't even know what to do with picking that don't, up. Don't
0: don't touch it.
1: Don't don't touch touchy. Just touchy, don't, just don't touchy, it. touchy.
0: Just don't touch the thread. Um so find out that Miss Alea is there, and that she is very entwined with the Cloven Hoof, Cloven Hoof Society as well. There's a group of Tieflings who treat her with um, trust and respect, so they know that there is definitely something happening there. Um,
1: and this and- is this is one of the fun things of what we have done because all of that Cloven Hoof Society, all lore from Adventure Paths or what it's called modules in D and D, it is all lore true and and friendly and everything. We've done our, definitely did your research. We've
0: tried, I I tried really hard as we went into Kentargo to make it very in line with other things that have happened in the world of Galarian Mm -hmm. and in the actual published and canon history of um, Revanel. That mattered to me a lot. Uh, I think it's because I felt like I didn't know what I was doing, to be totally honest. I get that. Like, I, I really wanted to make sure that I had all of that information down. But it makes it really cool for people who know Pathfinder because they'll recognize the places and the individuals, like the different people that are in charge. All of the nobility are, like, canon nobility from Quintargo. Um I did mess with their histories a little bit, but...
1: Um, well, and that's where, yeah. like, it's... Pathfinder is a little different than D&D. D&D has multiple worlds that you can do things in. Mm -hmm. Pathfinder is all just one One world. world. Galarian and all the lore is put there and everything. the
0: first world, which is the equivalent of the Feywild. So...
1: Yeah, so we stuck to we stuck to lore and we've continued to stick to lore mm-hmm. um a hundred percent. So everything matches. So and these events are happening, uh what do you say? It was eight years after Age it's, of Ashes. Yeah,
0: eight years after a module called Age of Ashes and twelve Twelve years after a module called um, Hell's Rebellion, and I know for Hell's me, rebels in
1: in planning this next arc, I am specifically bringing in NPCs from the modules. Yeah, I want to reintroduce them that way. Anyone who's played those can be like, "Hey, I know, I know that, that character." Is. Yeah. Now I'm sure I won't play it the same way that it was played when you played it, but yeah, still, it's it's, it's fun. It's fun.
0: It's fun. Um. So they learn some information and do their investigation, um, and learn that the bodies had been taken. The bodies were not left. Um, there were three people that were killed, so the bodies had been taken by this CD
2: organization,
1: the CD. and
0: um, that there had also been tieflings all over the city who have been uh, kidnapped and there had been a warning that sir michael had given to as saying keep an eye on anduriana because she is a tiefling there's a concern that something She'd get kidnapped. nefarious could happen like i would love to see someone try to kidnap uh, so anduriana. would i that as almost
1: laughed at him when he said that
0: she 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 would she's scary when she's upset
1: Everybody yeah rise of the, the rune lords uh, is awesome if you do it right <laughs> you should you message me if you if you want to run I've run some of it. Yeah, there you are you some definitely some tips that I would give. Book. Um and some people I've listened to do it in the past, and some of the things they did made a huge difference. So message me on Discord if you're uh, ever wanting to run that, and I will uh I've oh, got some true. tips. I, forgot, John, I got some tips to throw you.
0: You're in the
1: Torino Discord.
0: Discord. I yep. forgot about that. Um, which is what Weston's doing right now.
1: Yes, I've been working Lesson's on... messing
0: with right now. I want to... I'm just going to angle it down a little bit so they can see what you're doing.
1: I've been working on enough uh, walls and connectors to build a huge inn oh, or sorry. building or whatever. So yeah. hopefully I will... Uh, I haven't checked yet to see if I have enough. So before I go and build another six big walls, I want to check and yeah. see.
0: So, and I, I aren't you building enough to do like a two level? Yep. It's a two story, story building. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be fun. It's very cool. Um, anyway, so um, after the investigation and they ended up leaving... Yep. Are you putting together for the dungeon competition thing? Oh, I don't know if we're actually going to do that.
1: I've contemplated.
0: The, the Terreno Walker I
1: might. I might. Really? It depends on the way this comes out. All you do is take some images and take some video and you send it to um, Jake. To Jake. I yep, know, That's all you do. like. We are. Uh, we are we're working. You guys don't th-
0: understand. I'm very competitive. So like if we're going to be competitive with this.
1: We're going to win.
0: No, I'm just going to. Be very
1: competitive, <laughs> which we're working to actually get um, Jake on the show.
0: We are on our Monday night. We are night. working on getting Jake on the show, so hopefully, hopefully that can happen soon. He is an extremely busy man. Yep. Um, well, he's he's
1: working on getting you know the next uh, editions of the manuals and stuff like that. Yeah, so. and the
0: new castles and yes, and, um, a lot of work. Yeah, there. lots. So they go back to um, the uh, house to Sir Michael's house, and they get dressed for the ball. Um, they end up having to go to the palace uh, before they're completely dressed. And um, as does some sleuthing, because it never takes men as long to get dressed as women. Sleuthy, sleuthy. Did some sleuthing. Uh, went and spoke with a, a kind of a consort of the Domina. And they had a little bit of a showdown, a little bit of an argument uh-huh. thing. Um, Domina, does, or the the consort, his name is Dominic. He does not like As. Like, not even a little bit.
1: (laughs) He's an easily intimidated man. He is. Surprisingly easily intimidated. Um,
0: Well, not... Okay, I wouldn't say intimidated, though, because he's not intimidated. He's, He's never had his position with the Domina challenged. And he feels like you are there challenging that position.
1: Yeah, it's because I'm pretty hot, you know, well, Azamir. An
0: and like, you can do like lots of cool, magicy sexy, things. Sexy. And the Domina is a magical, she has magic. Yeah, true. Sure. So, like, that's, a, he sees you as someone who matches her on a different level than he does. So, yeah. he's very intimidated by that. So, I pretty guess intimidated awesome. is a good word. Yes, yes. Yeah, anyway. um, So, anyway. They uh, proceed to the ball. Anna, of course, is wearing what I would consider my dream dress. If I could ever have yes. a body to wear it. <laughs> um, but it's gorgeous with a cape and like whatever. Anyway, um, they go to the ball and throughout the evening they they do see a couple of individuals that are very... Um, Suspicious.
1: Mm-hmm. Some shady, shady. Um,
0: ven- ven- v- Vashnar still call that is such a hard word to say. Uh, Vashnar still, who is the head of a home, and uh, his right hand, um, Haltero, are both kind of suspicious. Yeah. And
1: so those are, and those are actual. Like you didn't make those up. That's the reason why you're like these are no, kind of hard. Those
0: are the those are the names of the nobles in the noble house houses in kentargo all right um so he and vashnar still halfway through the ball ends up leaving and as an anna track him track down him. and this is where as where weston it, um, had three natural 20s in a row last session and I was like, WTF is happening right now. It
1: was awesome. It was
0: like this encounter. So I well was like- so happy
1: at that. Like, because I knew, I knew that you had set it up to where I mean, I was most likely going to lose him. I didn't really see a way. We don't have a ranger in the party no, to like use massive, amazing tracking skills. I have a three in survival.
0: Yep. I'm
1: not even trained.
0: Anna doesn't have a survival either.
1: But when you roll and we didn't have Bruce and we didn't have Bruce with us. who's a dog. I
0: had, I had called for him, but he was stuck inside the palace in a room. He had to get out of the room before he could come. My dog, Bruce, he's not like a normal dog. He's a fae dog. So like when I call
1: for him anywhere, he'll come. He's not a fae dog.
0: Well, he's kind
1: of a fake dog. So her dog, and actually this is a bit of, of, of lore uh, and explaining from this is the,
0: This is kind of a homebrew
1: thing. Well, a little bit. So what we did is that Haley as a, um, well, Anna, as a champion, one of her options is to get an animal companion. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, how do we get an animal companion? you want that as one of your feats? How do we yes, build it exactly into the campaign? exactly
0: like Tornado
1: oh yes Mm -hmm. um so we're like okay how do we build this into the campaign Mm -hmm. to work and so i had the idea well we had bruce who was your minute your little figurine Mm -hmm. um that you'd gotten as a magical item Mm -hmm. and so i thought well what if as used some magic and from that brought the animal into the real world as a bit more permanent, a bit more like Dritz um, from D&D and his panther. Because mm-hmm. that's the way it works. It's actually a figure. It's a little uh, statue that he gets, huh. and it pulls her out of the um, oh ethereal plane. Oh, um, my
0: gosh. Sorry, guys. She uh, day.
1: Into his plane whenever she's around. And so if she dies, mm-hmm. she goes back to that plane. Yeah. And so I figured... Ads could use that figurine, do some magic-y stuff like that, and then we could work it the exact way that you do in the game because in the game, if your animal companion dies, it takes you one week to go find some other animal to bond, which I always thought that was lame. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got this huge or, or like Frumkin. somewhat.
0: Wait, Frumkin. Who's Frumkin? Frumkin. Isn't that uh, Caleb's? Is that Caleb's in Critical Role? I believe so. I, why am I suddenly blanking on that? Because you're tired. Caleb cat. yeah, present. okay, yes, it's, I'm tired. And I, if you guys saw my tweet today about how the most unrealistic aspect of D&D. Is that you get eight hours of rest? Eight hours of rest. <laughs> that actually did really well, you guys. That was liked over a thousand times.
1: I can't I can't believe that. That's kind of crazy. It is. Um, (laughs) Um, But the... Yeah. So as brought it out, and now it's a permanent creature, but (gasps) if it...
0: I remember that he kicks the cat and it disappears. (laughs) That was really funny.
1: (laughs) But if he dies, you can... I can do it to where it just takes a week for him to re-manifest. Mm-hmm. Um, to be able to re-manifest from the Ethereal Plane and yeah. you to bring him out. And so then it fits with the game mechanics, but you get to keep Bruce. I get to keep Bruce.
2: Yeah, Bruce. Bruce.
1: My little dog, Bruce.
0: I love Bruce. He's a Kane Corso. He's actually based off of a Kane um, Corso that has a YouTube channel. His name is Bruce Wayne. Um, and his owner's name is Jason. And they are great ambassadors for the Kane Corso breed. Um, anyway... Anyways, so the on the way back from oh wait no wait wait so he they follow the they follow the um, carriage and he gets to three not twenties and they he manages to slide around the carriage in a very small alley that really there that my, should not have been any way for him to do wasn't that,
1: that another not twenty that wasn't not twenty that was another not twenty.
0: So he's able to follow Vashnar still down this darkened alley, and go find the person that he is meeting, who turns out to be Don Don Don. Who is it, Weston?
1: Captain Rogers.
0: <gasps> Captain Rogers. In this case,
1: he's a bit more of the Winter Soldier. Oh my goodness!
0: So, it is discovered and revealed that Captain Rogers is one of the heads of the Nightwing organization who was put into place by Vashnarstil but has gained enough power that he can kind of mouth off to Vashna- Vashnarstil and tell him what
1: to do. Well, Vashnarstil is just a, like, a, he's a, a, a an asset, honestly. He's like, you've got money, you got connections, we've used you, but now you're in so deep you can't really get out.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, so they end up having a discussion. Um, he sends Vashnar still away, and uh, Captain Rogers does, and the three of them Captain Rogers, As and Anna end up having a discussion about mutual mutual destruction as well as mutual
1: aid. Well, yeah, it's it's the I mean they've got a organization that has pretty much busted into their territory, and they can't get rid of them.
0: No, they can't. So uh, it does turn out that there is an organization that has slowly infiltrated into the city that is like basically stuck to the shadows. There's been no like outward trying to take area or anything like that. It's been very like onesie twosies, but they have been kidnapping um, uh, tieflings tieflings within the city um, but then they
1: are never seen again. So they're Which either am, being
0: killed or they're being taken.
1: I'm really intrigued to find out why, because I still don't know why they're being taken. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I will most likely not really touch on in my art, because I don't know the answers, and I I know you've got stuff to do there.
0: Yep. Um,
1: so I'm, I'm very much like, hmm... I wonder what this is going to be. there's some
0: of it that you... We'll we'll have a discussion about it, because there is some of it you can mess with. um, And I can give you some information that is not going to, like, ruin the plans of...
1: Yes, of of your your arc.
0: Of some individuals or entities (laughs) or gods or monsters. You never know. This is a a game where we... Play
1: with the world of gods. Monsters. monsters. That's what it says. It's um,
0: <laughs> always say at the beginning. Um, so they go back to as they move back to the house, or go back to. They're trying to get back to the Green District. They're just walking. um The two of them. Anna is barefoot because she had taken her shoes off, and they had taken a pair of shoes from a like a just bystander walking down the road. Which I gotta
1: remember. <laughs> I actually need to take off one gold from my yes, you stash do, because you gave him a gold i bought the guy's shoes. shoes so anna could have shoes
0: yeah it was very sweet um and he's they, trying he's trying um they're walking kind of arm in arm and she has her giant sword um well a giant sword because she doesn't have hers because they didn't stop back at the house and they come around a corner and standing in the middle of a courtyard are two Hell Knights from the Order of the Chain, which is an order of Hell Knights that are tasked with hunting down and bringing back to Chelyak's escaped slaves. They're here for me. And they are there. It became very apparent very quickly. They are there not to kill, but to capture.
1: Yeah, to take me back. Which is
0: why one of them died and the other one
1: was... Taken. So is this the time when you tell me what was in the cutscenes? I haven't watched them yet.
0: No, because you still have to interrogate the Hell Knight. Okay.
1: That's I'm not, true.
0: I'm not gonna tell you Jack Diddley squad Until
1: I've interrogated. Until All you've
0: right. interrogated, and then I can have you go watch the cutscenes. So there are two cutscenes in the um in this season of what's happening with these two Hell Knights. Before they meet our heroes. So if you want to go watch those on our YouTube channel, you can.
1: The link is below. Uh-huh.
2: Oh, hey, you just found your wallet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he was looking for that earlier.
1: Because, um, yeah, I'm very intrigued. I, I definitely wonder what, you what, know, I mean, because one do, thing to just how? hint that there's Hell Knights, but enough to where you did multiple cutscenes, I really am intrigued on what's going on there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, super fun. Um, and that's why, that's something that I really enjoy doing is giving the audience little pieces of information that the player doesn't get. Um, and if we were working with multiple players, I, it would be information the multiple players don't get. But um, I think it's fun. It creates this really interesting like, oh, my gosh, they're coming for you kind of thing.
1: Well, and, and you think about it in books, you get that. And yeah. It's something that is used by authors to build tension. Mm-hmm. And I think it works for this, too. It does. It's
0: almost like I was an author.
1: Almost. Almost. But not quite.
0: Anyway, so that's kind of like all of the really big points of the season.
1: I think that's it. Um,
0: That's kind of like all that we...
1: um,
0: That's like all of the information that we got through. Um, What I did want to kind of do is do kind of like a behind the scenes back. Like what were we thinking as players... When certain things happened. So when you there is a a very end scene, it doesn't have a lot of um, bearing on what's going on in the story right now. But there was a dream that as had with the God Nethys. Yes. And I want I want you to describe, Weston, I want you to describe the dream. I want you to kind of describe the notes that you remember, um, the things that you remember from that sequence. Well, the
1: coolest thing is that, so Nethus is the god of magic. Mm-hmm. And I remember that you had it to where I was walking through this forest of trees, but all the trees were made of paper, like rolled scrolls. Yeah,
0: so they, they, they started in a normal... Like coniferous forest Uh with the big leafy trees and stuff. And then as you walked, all of the trees slowly became scrolls and pages from books, which I thought was so cool, Um, because as the God of magic, he's also kind of the God of learning Mm -hmm. and um, education. So
1: that was well. And that's where like there. It's interesting doing this the way we're doing it, where we switch off like this and we're married, you know, and so like that We're so,
0: married, yes. you guys.
1: 13 years this in month two in, we- in 2 three weeks. In 2 weeks
0: on the 23rd.
1: Um but it's it's really interesting because there are moments where picking up pieces of my story or pieces that I dropped before you get like this, like, Oh, I'm so proud of you. That was so cool. <laughs> type situations that occur.
0: I love it. You're adorable.
1: Um, but that one was one that was really cool. And there was something he was saying I was not ready for. Mm-hmm. There was a book that he wouldn't let me look in and things yeah, like that. Well, and
0: was like it was kind of like that. there's this information. So he goes into, you go into this clearing and, um, Nethys is there at the table and he's got kind of the two-faced thing going mm-hmm. on. One side of his face is heavily scarred and um, very ugly and grotesque looking. And the other side is is beautiful and looks as if, like, it, he is a god. Um, because Nethys is crazy and there is a physical manifestation of that on his body. Yep. Um, he has two parts. One that wants to basically destroy the world and one that wants to learn all of the things and keep it running. So mm-hmm. they're constantly in conflict
1: with each other. And so it's it was very interesting. And I'm like, I, I want to know what that was.
0: <gasps> happy 4th anniversary on the 22nd. Oh, happy
1: anniversary, John. Aw.
0: That's so cute. It is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, but I,
1: I, I, at this point, I mean, I have no idea what it yeah. was still.
0: The part of that sequence that I remember that I really loved was the when he got really angry. There's this point where Nethis gets really upset about something. Didn't I like and challenge he, him a yeah, little bit? Yeah, you challenged him. And he did not like that. But he like <laughs> flexes and the entire forest around yes. him flexed yeah, and like kind of did this like like Reaction. the matrix thing where it kind of reverberated outward like that
1: like the scene where neo kind of like yeah where uh, he does
0: the uh, thing and it he flexes and it like all of the ripples all of the, but yeah. um like the forest does that and um made like a skittering sound because of all of the paper rubbing against each that's other that's
1: right i have forgotten <laughs> about that yeah it yeah. <laughs> was
2: a cool
0: scene it was super
1: fun And I still, Um, I I like that. That is one to where I'm like, I'm still like, you left me with nothing.
0: And the only thing that that dream really showed you is that there is something
1: more. Well, and that Nethys is definitely aware. aware Is very aware of of you. Of As and his, who he is and what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Which is, of course, cool for a cleric.
0: Yeah, as a cleric. And it's funny because Weston's a cleric and I'm a paladin. Mm -hmm. um, Champion. um, In in Pathfinder, it's a champion, so...
1: But of two and of, of two, two neutral, neutral gods. gods,
0: which was not planned. Weston actually didn't know who my god was until we had started camp or uh, not campaign. Arc
1: you told one. me a little bit before arc one started. Did um, I? Yeah, it ended up coming out. Oh, okay. um, but I had already written arc one and we were just like a week or two away from the start.
0: Oh, OK, but yeah, there was a lot of things that kind of fell into place real perfectly um, with this. With this, which we find really interesting, I think is you and I are very similar in the way that we think, and so the way we write is also very similar.
1: It is, which is one reason why we can do what we do. Um, Because if we had very different styles of storytelling, if we were interested in extremely different stories, I just got a
0: notification that Felicia Day is live. That's nice, Felicia.
1: (laughs) Bye, Bye, Felicia. Felicia. Anyway, (laughs) but there, I mean, it, it. Makes it work because we tell, we like to tell similar stories. Yeah,
0: we do. It's, it's because if if that weren't us. the
1: case, it wouldn't work very well. Oh, oh Delta what?
0: Flashback is hosting our channel.
1: Oh, thank you, Delta. Thank you, Delta. If you're still here, um, but yeah, so that's one scene that I was, I'm still really intrigued about.
0: Like what's gonna happen? Um, with that? What's gonna happen
1: with that? Like what? What did you have? what do you have planned down that alley yeah uh, is one thing that I I don't even begin to uh, have an idea
0: yeah. of
1: what it is and so I'm very intrigued on what it will end up being
0: yeah so the other part the the other thing that I wanted to talk about was the um the almost crying moment that you had <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna I want to set this one up I right, set this up So Az's backstory is that he was sold into slavery as an infant. His family sold him. And because they are nobilities, uh, they are nobles of Cheliax. And having an Azmir child born to the nobility of a country that has literally sold its soul to Asmodeus is not a good look. Not a good look. So they sold the child to a signifier who wanted him, who was Titus, and kind of washed their hands of him. That is a story yep. that he has had his entire life. Yep. When they got to Kentargo, after a meeting with the Domina, a shadowy individual shows up and takes them to a tavern called the the Angel Tavern.
1: I thought it was going to be like Titus or something like that.
0: Yeah, Weston was not... You had no real idea what was going on. None. Um, Which was I was very, very happy with because it was quite the reveal. They go up. uh, They are sent to a room within the tavern, uh, like up above, that is like the presidential tavern or or the presidential Presidential room. Um, It's very, very nice, very luxurious. And in the room is a woman who says to Az, which you saw in the clips, um, oh, my dear boy. And it is his mother. It is his birth mother. And the the part that really got to Weston was as she is explaining what happened is that they had had a difficult time getting pregnant Mm -hmm. and he finally came. He was a miracle child. And he, uh, when he came out, all she saw, all she wanted was her son.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And unbeknownst to her, her husband made a deal. Yep. While within hours of his birth, like
1: she's still recovering from she labor, was still
0: in recovery from labor, and having given birth three times, I can tell you, it takes a long freaking time to recover mm-hmm. from labor. Um, the the father made the deal. And sold the child and they took him away saying that he was going to be like worked with or whatever and that was the last time she ever saw him and since then she has always tracked him she's always had people that have been tracking him throughout his entire life she's always known who where he was who he was with and the father her husband died recently which gave her the ability to go find him for herself for the very first time yeah and big thing it was a really really big thing but the part that got weston teary was the fact that he actually did have a name yes he was given a name so his entire life he's been called as because nobody named him.
1: Well, he's not even actually called as um, it, it, it was an accident of a thing. It was just azmir mm-hmm. Azamir. Oh, Azamir boy. Mm-hmm. And eventually people got tired of saying Azamir boy. Mm-hmm. And so they just went with Az. Az. Yeah. Sorry, my mic's about to make some weird funny noises because it's, it's falling.
0: I can see it falling. Um, but I uh, she his mother ends up telling him your name is Charles, Charles. Brightman Alfenkamp.
1: And a uh, a little bit of background Alfenkamp is my family's uh it's my grandmother. It's
0: his actual lineage. It's my actual
1: lineage uh Germany. from Germany. Uh, who immigrated here to the United States. So that name isn't just pulled out of the blue. Uh, yeah, that is actual, actually, uh, I have connection to that name.
0: It's an actual family name. It's pretty cool. Um, so he learns that his name is Charles. And that is like. That was a big hit. That was a big hit. It's the only time in the, the campaign so far where Weston has teared up.
2: Well, it's... It uh, he, so It
0: was like so sweet. I was so close to getting him to actually cry. No, you wouldn't. It was so... Cl- you teared up!
1: You thought I was close to crying. You I teared up, but crying. I wasn't going to cry.
0: You were close to a tear, a single beautiful glistening tear <laughs> going down your cheek.
1: Um, but, I mean, as all of his life, it's, there's been a bit of a struggle with who he is. Um, he has major issues with all sides of his lineage because you've got the often comps who sold him Mm -hmm. the angelic side of him that has done nothing for him but be a problem and so in his mind the angels and angelic realms have abandoned him Mm -hmm. and so he has real big issues with every aspect of his lineage and genealogy of who am I Mm -hmm. and doesn't even have a real name.
0: Oh, that just made me think of a song. Oh.
1: And so to then know he has, a, was given a name for him was like a boom punch in the face. Like, mm-hmm. oh, and like, since then I have questioned for as will as at some point st- asked to using... stop being called as.
0: Yeah. And that's, and I don't know. I don't be... know yet what he'll want. That'll to do be a that. really big deal if, and when that happens. Um, cause Anna has been very respectful this whole time of whatever he wants to call himself. I mean, she wasn't okay with calling him as, but after a while she was like, okay, fine.
1: It just kind of, it's easier. Yeah, it is. It's just easier.
0: So, uh, she is, Anna like really doesn't want to call him as, but so she's kind of itching to to
1: Call call him
0: Charles. But she was also very encouraging of the idea that he needed to meet with his mother after yes, they was. discovered um, that who she was and whatnot they, were, they had set up a time to meet again because she was leaving she's leaving the country. Um, she's actually going to Vire, which is a small island nation um, just off the coast of Ravenel. Uh, it's, it's kind of like a weird they have a very weird relationship. With well, and talk about talk and- about a
1: big moment. As I, I I didn't even plan this, but I'm like, okay, I'm as I'm sitting in my room. I know that my m- birth mother leaves. Mm-hmm. This is my one chance. I don't know what to do. I don't even know how to handle this type of a, an event. Mm-hmm. This is not what I'm comfortable with. Who, where do I go? Who do I talk to? And Anna has talked about family and about her family and how much she wishes she had her family so much that Damn. he was just like,
0: Anna, go talk to Anna. Go talk, yeah, uh, so and he so he chose... went and talked
1: to Anna, which f- was a major and then,
0: character development. Well, and I had not planned lemons. at all
1: that scene where I, as walks up and, and he's talking to her, he says, I'm going to cast his own truth and I yeah. want you to ask me these questions.
0: That was such an interesting move for you to do because you, you know, like it's hard. Speaking of we TPK. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you serious? See you, at TPK. You know how I feel about TPKs.
1: He he chose yeah. to TPK.
0: You chose to TPK. You're
1: coming. Well, back. Wait, I don't know <laughs> yes, <he's>...
0: ma'am. <laughs> it's Okay okay each each their own she'll forgive you it's, it's fun to come back as a sorcerer though woohoo i like sorcerers
1: um no you don't you're terrified of it
0: i am terrified of playing a sorcerer but i like sorcerers or wizards or magic users i mean they're cool but i'm just really scared to play one <laughs> um but the 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 that moment when you did when you cast zone of truth it was very huh because Anna hates zone of truth
1: well, and Anna hates being forced into something.
0: She she hates being forced into anything. Yeah, so that
1: was more about her being scared that he was going to like ask her questions or something. I imagine, um, but then when he said, "I want you to ask me,"
0: <laughs> I'm just completely fine with the TPK. Our team sucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Rebuild.
0: <laughs> I love you, Steve. That's hilarious. Um, uh, uh, yeah. So Anna had a really hard time with that, but then when she realized that you were casting it so that I you wasn't going to ask her any questions yourself to say to tell the truth. Um, in that moment, I mean, that was that was re- that was like a freaking smart move. Because how many times in life do we legitimately wish we could just like know what our inner thoughts were? Yeah, and be like. I want to know exactly how I feel about this. So that was, that was a boss move, babe. Boss move.
1: It, it was That's an interesting cool. moment. Uh, definitely, I was like, okay, what would he do? Is Az going to be able to be honest with himself in this moment? And I decided that no, he wouldn't be able to be honest with himself. And he, he's smart enough to know that. Mm-hmm. So what would Az do? And that was what Az yeah, would do. that's what
0: he would do. It, it, was, it was really smart. It was a brilliant move. Um, but that was a major, major development of your character because oh, yeah. he'd never really reached out to anyone else before.
1: He hadn't. I mean, he'd always been, you know, with the Bellflower Network being a, a covert agent like that, it, there'd never been anyone to lean on.
0: Mm-mm. No, it was always just him and him alone. And he had to, like, figure everything out on his own. And that, that's really hard to do, period, like regardless of who you are. Um so it it was really it it was really great to see that type of character development happen during the the um the story arc and during the season because there was a lot I felt like there was a lot that
1: grew there like as grew a lot. Character growth season. I think there was a lot, was of, was a lot character of character growth. growth. Well and I was I was kind of happy with where things And I'm very much, I dig into the psychology of my character a lot. I don't want to force my character to do anything that my character wouldn't do on his own. Mm -hmm. And I was very happy that things were able to kind of build naturally in their relationship because that's going to make it much more fun in the next campaign. Mm-hmm. The next, I mean the next um, season, the Next
0: season, as
1: I do more things that they are going to have more of this friend connection yeah. as, as opposed to a bit of an adversarial one that they had. That in. They definitely season had
0: an in, in campaign or in um, season one. That was, that was, they really struggled in season oh, one yeah, they were to struggling. be nice to each other. Um, Cause Anna was just so annoyed with, so many choices that As was making. <laughs> she didn't like him.
2: <laughs> no,
1: she well, did not as, like him. As, as again, As lies, he cheats, he steals in order to achieve his ends. Anna mm. is very noble. She's actually a lot more lawful. Yeah, she's she's pretty lawful. I would have assumed, but it actually makes sense having been with the Hell Knights. Yeah, it makes she's sense. Been,
0: she's been with the Hell Knights since she was like twelve years old or so. So twelve or thirteen years old. So it makes sense. Um. But, yeah, so I'm really excited to start really digging into to Anna's stuff because she's grown a little bit during this arc as well in the idea that she's wearing dresses now. Yes. She's okay with wearing dresses. She did discover that she kind of likes wearing dresses. She kind of enjoys Aww. it a little bit. She's ruined both of the dresses that Sir Michael yes, gave her. Yes, she has. But she likes them. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, that's kind of... Did you have any moments that you were like... These were really memorable moments for you in this...
1: I think you've named most of them um, at this point.
0: Uh, I really enjoyed building the terrain for the Glass Canyon. That was um, cool
1: terrain. It was. Uh,
0: building the terrain for the... um. The dire wolf encounter as well because we used the wagons and like the, the wagons rocks were gorgeous. And stuff. The war- Sh- should I go grab them? You wagon? should
1: grab the grab them.
0: They're not in here. I'm gonna go grab the wagons for those, of be those right who back. haven't seen the wagons.
1: Just a second. I'm realizing I'm missing a couple of pieces, and so the. uh thing i'm trying to build here is not working out so well it's kind of falling apart at certain angles on it um but yeah so the i mean terrain i'm excited for a lot of the terrain i have uh, to build in this next arc um i like building terrain and uh we get to do some new things but that's also why i building terrain takes a lot of time And one reason why I'm dedicating a lot of time recently to building terrain is I don't want to have to build the terrain when I'm also trying to plan the story and create the NPCs and all that stuff.
0: Oh, our mod is keeping back your comments, John. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Some don't because they're dumb. That's fine.
1: Beat your butt. I think that's the big thing. Allow the comment.
0: Space terms. Do the other one too. You can allow the other one where he says that people are dumb. There you go. Haha.
1: We gotta kind get that fixed before our next one because it keeps falling off and it makes loud noises in the in the recording. Oh dear. When sorry, I guys. tighten that. So sorry about that. Sorry. Yeah. So no, there we go. Now he's got both of his comments.
0: Okay. We just we just gave you. We don't have moderators because we're not that cool.
1: Yet. So, uh, you got your uh, wagon.
0: Show oh, the yeah. wagons so, okay. again. So, these are the wagons. So, this is um, the kind of carriage covered wagon kind of thing that I imagined um, Sir Michael and his posse daughter would be in. Sorry, I'm trying to keep it in frame. It is made out of. Um, actually, I'm realizing I can probably do it this way better. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, there we go. But it is made all out of Dollar Tree items. Um, they are this wooden part is a um, upside down like bar, and then the leather pieces are um, fake leather items, like just strips of leather that I got. And then there's just some like little rope pieces, and the wagon wheels are craft paper that I used my Cricut to cut out. Um, The thing so there's like four of these little pieces and yeah, anyway, so there was that. So yeah, anyway, anyway. and then this is the one that's really kind of cool. These are just little boxes that I painted and then put on this really fun little little thing. So anyway, these wagons were cool. They were fun to make.
1: They were very cool.
0: I felt very cool about them.
1: Um. So let me ask you this then. What are you what are some things that you are wanting to see in this next arc? What are some things that you're wanting to do uh, as a character? What are some things you're wanting to do maybe as a player, game mechanic things, like what are you looking forward to outside of just being a player now?
0: Yeah, um, I think you know, Anna is really interested in tracking down her sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. so, her her kind of backstory was that her chil- her parents were killed. Um, and she was taken because they were actively proselytizing um or proselyting for uh a pharasma and who she, is not an approved deity who is in Cheliax. Yeah, who is not an approved deity in Cheliax. And so her parents were taken and killed in front of her. And she was taken, as was her little sister, but they were separated. Um, she was sent to a, um, a, a monastery that was a kind of like teaching young girls how to fight kind of a monastery. She was very, very good. And there was, she was basically given the choice of you either conform um, or we're, we're going to kill you. And the way we're going to resistance you, is futile. Yeah. The way we're going to make you conform is send you to the hell Knights. And she was like 13, maybe 12, 13 years old when this happened. Um, Cause she was just fighting everything. She was fighting everything and everyone. And it, it was really difficult um, for her, for like for the leaders to handle her. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has been in the hell Knight order since she was like 13. She's 19 now. Um, and she's like her big thing is finding her sister, so that's like I mean that so that's what she's focused on a lot of, and that's one of the biggest reasons why she agreed to do all of this to begin with was because As had Bell, agreed yeah. to help. Well, with and her. Farmer Magdalene had said, you know, we'll we'll send out our resources to see if we can find her. Yep.
1: So well, and it was interesting because I remember when As kind of proposed that to Anna were you surprised by that because you definitely I mean Anna definitely acted very surprised when he was like Well will use the network
0: yeah because she's not she's not used to people helping her if that makes sense mm-hmm. like she's always played this role within the Hell Knights of being kind of the best at everything And as an armiger,
1: she was very, very good. But yet a bit of an outcast. Yeah, but she was
0: always kind of an outcast, and she never allowed herself to get close to anyone. Mm -hmm. So even her best friend Stella in the Hell Knights, she was still not super close with her. True. Um, So she's not used to someone just being willing to help. And she definitely feels like there were ulterior motives with that, but she's at the same time, she's still getting what she wants. So she's kind of like, okay. I guess we'll go with that.
1: Well, and I know she had, as had kind of wanted her to leverage because that's what he does, mm-hmm. um, and she felt weird about that.
0: Yeah, she did. She's not. She's not a negotiator. She's not a deceptive individual. She literally punches people in the face if she can't figure out how to not be deceptive, or how to be deceptive, or if there happens to be a
1: box of kittens, or if,
0: <laughs> box of kittens, punch Max in the face. Um, but she, so she, yeah. So that's kind of she'd like to see that. I think. She's never had a home of her own, as as a young woman, as on mm-hmm. being on her own, and I think that is something that would be fun to explore. This idea of creating a home and being like belonging in a space, got that. Like that's kind of something that would be fun, and I I am excited to explore her backstory a little bit. Um, needing some, possibly some people from her past, and of course hitting things really hard with a sword.
1: <laughs> I think that early on you were kind of like Ugh, combat, but now you're like,
0: "Thank you, Ooh. John."
1: <laughs> I get to
0: hit stuff. I know now. Yes. I'm kind of liking combat a lot more um, than I did before. I <laughs> I do like hitting things a lot. Um, I have, which is funny, is like she, I did create this kind of tragic backstory for her. Um, but as tragic as it is that, you know, she saw her parents killed in front of her. She also has this sense of hope that she'll be able to find her sister and that she'll, I mean, she feels so incredibly responsible for Uh what happened. It's misplaced, but she does feel incredibly responsible for what happened. So she's trying to. Make up for that mm, um, in a lot of ways, but she's also very she's she has a very hopeful disposition she does she's and she's she's a badass. I mean like she legitimately is just like willing to to beat things into submission so wait,
1: wait, uh, that's one, one thing, thing i thing don't I don't
0: love about path d and d is the way combat works, but say lovey, what do you mean? yeah, the way that combat works because pathfinders love... combat freaking rocks.
1: I, I want. I want to hear your explanation there, uh, John. If CEO, Matt's in here, I'm sure he'll have an opinion. I know on he'll it. have an opinion. <laughs> but what about the combat? Is that you? Yeah. Don't what love- don't you
0: like? Because we really like the way that combat works in Pathfinder versus D anD. d It's actually freaked me out a little bit. The amount of loosey goosiness with the um, combat rounds for D anD. d
1: Oh, what's this? We keep getting these. Yes, yeah, stop using 2-D dirty is words. Goated.
0: What do you mean goated?
1: Oh You guys, I don't um, know
0: acronyms. I'm not up with the kids.
1: It's good. Oh Jesus. It's the goat.
0: Greatest of all
1: time. Yes, greatest Oh, of all time.
0: oh, okay. He's, okay. he's this has okay. happened before.
1: This has happened before this, in this room. This has. Okay, i so had, so to, had to somebody had to like explain hour. it to me.
0: The only HP you're right. Uh,
1: So John's right about one thing: is the idea that you get the guy down to one HP and he's still hitting at full power. Full
0: power. That is very, very true. So,
1: um, you might be interested in the Witcher, Witcher. yeah, uh, TTRPG system because in that there are stamina points that you have to use in order to do different abilities. And if you burn, if you used up your stamina points, you can't hit as hard.
0: Yeah. They make the combat significantly more um, realistic, especially because, like, you can react to the action every time.
1: Yeah, every round, every time there's an attack, you get to react to them attacking you. Mm-hmm. With, and you got a couple different options there. You've got the option to block, to dodge, or to repost. Mm-hmm. And each one takes a different amount of stamina from you mm-hmm. to do those. And from them, they do things and it takes stamina from them to do it. So yeah, you might enjoy that system um, because it's got a lot of that nuance to it.
0: It does. It, it is kind of a crunchy system, though.
1: Um, it's, I mean, I wouldn't say it's any more crunchy than these other ones are. The interesting thing about the way it's set up is character creation. It generally has you roll for everything. Yes, that is true. Like your backstory, what's your, you know, history of someone, like according mm. to the rules, you actually roll for all of that. But you don't oh, have to.
0: Don't purchase a hero point. Don't purchase a hero point.
1: Oh I yeah, not tonight. That was
0: still on. Don't purchase a hero point. Um but that does bring something up that we do need to talk about. You guys. <laughs> we need to have a discussion. Yes. We have we're having a serious discussion tonight. Haley? So you guys know we're parents. We have three little boys who wake up at the butt crack of dawn. Weston has a job that he works at 530 in the morning because his co-workers live in Russia. Yep. And I'm just always tired. (laughs) So um, we are making a change for season two or three. Excuse me. For season three coming starting next week. We are going to be pre-recording our episodes releasing them live on Tuesday nights. However, we are going to be in the chat, but this is all in an effort to actually have the episodes go
1: up sooner. So you're not up till midnight. So We're not
0: up so late. Um, if this, and you're not up up till absolutely, you guys don't have to be up so late. So the time we're, we're only going to be moving it back just a little bit. Um, it's going to we're going to be starting at 7 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time or I guess Mountain Standard Time.
1: Yeah, it will be standard Um,
0: because very soon it's going to be standard. I think our clocks go back soon. Very they? soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But <clears throat> excuse me. But uh, so we're going to be starting at 7 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time and it will go probably until about 10. So 7 to 10 ish. Um, but we are going to be in the chat, both Weston and I. Yes. And we can give, we can answer questions or we can. We can
1: engage with you guys a little bit more. Yeah. Generally, when we're doing the campaign, we are ignoring chat.
0: We And we purposefully do that
1: too. But this way we can really engage with you while we're doing stuff. Um, And kind of laugh together at what we do or don't do and stuff like that.
0: John, you can still make us laugh because Monday night is not changing.
1: Monday night will still be live. Tuesday night night campaign will be pre-recorded.
0: Yeah, Monday night is still going to be live and large and in charge and here. And we're going to be able to talk with you guys live um, through the stream. But it's just Tuesday nights that we are going to be going to pre-recorded. So besides the fact that we're tired and adults and whatever... Um, <laughs> we also wanted to try out a new time, but since our boy's bedtime is seven thirty, it makes it impossible. for Well, and that's us to that's early for most
1: people. Like we can't do any; they they can't go to bed any earlier than no, that. No, they can't. And there's no way in heck we're gonna be able to do it while they're awake.
0: Yeah, it's it's so it's so it's for multiple reasons. And if this goes well um, and like if we have more viewership and we get a good response from doing it earlier in the evening, we will figure out a way to resume doing these sessions live on Tuesday nights starting at seven o'clock. Um, but this gives us a little bit of freedom to play with the timing a little bit, because since we started back in May, it has been eight thirty on tuesday nights
1: and we've had a lot of people say that's too late that's for them. way
0: too late i we have a lot of people on the east coast or in um europe that have made comments about wanting to watch the stream but it's too late for them to get on and watch so yep. we're gonna move it back a little bit and see if that works. works if that works yep so yeah so yeah and trust me you guys we've really struggled with this um in the idea that we know that we kind of have a core group that we've got going on now, and we really do appreciate you guys, and we really love so
1: it's this just, little
0: community we've built. It's just
1: one hour earlier, yeah, because I, I an hour and a half. It's earlier. an hour and
0: a half earlier. It's at seven instead of seven, so at eight seven 30. o'clock.
1: That's nine o'clock Eastern. If you're uh Pacific, it's six o'clock. Hopefully you're all still uh, done with work or something like that, and yeah. can still be there with us.
0: Or you're still going to be starting work, and you can listen.
1: And then I can I know watch since myself. Night you
0: listen to us um, while you work. I can so. watch
1: myself as we're playing and be like, "Why did I do that?" I know while that is one of the, the chat. weirdest
0: things. The one time we did a pre-recorded, it was so weird to be like in the chat and be watching us play. That was so strange. So we're gonna have to get used to it.
1: Never. Anyway, but yeah, so starting next week, uh, Tuesday nights,
0: it will, will be, be pre-recorded. Jinx.
1: <sighs> it, it's a great thing for one. Um, like you said, uh, John, so time means it won't. Ch- oh yeah. Oh, well, true. That's cool. That's true. Arizona. It will not. Cause they don't have the daylight savings. Um, no, wait, he's in Arizona. So he's out our time. So it'll, it'll still go back
0: to seven o'clock no. though.
1: If he's in a part where they don't do daylight savings then, so it'll actually... When our daylight
0: savings time changes. It'll
1: there'll be an hour. Oh, okay. I get there'll
0: you. there will be a Pacific
1: time zone. I'll, I get you. I get you. So it'll change by a half hour yeah. for him. Because we're doing right. at 7, right? Mm-hmm. So next week, we'll be at 7... On Tuesday, we'll be at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I don't and, know if we've
0: said that enough. <laughs> Tuesday at 7... Oh, geez. Sorry. It's Tuesday at 7 o'clock.
1: But yeah, and again, I mean... <laughs> Your, uh, hero points will go away in that, but we're we're going to give you some, we'll figure out some other stuff for job points.
0: We're going to be doing, um, instead of, uh, channel points for hero points, we're going to be doing channel points for naming NPCs. And we're also going to do bits for purchasing monsters. If you would like to, that will be integrated into the next session. Yep. So all of this would be in the next session. So an NPC name, if you want to name an NPC or if you want to, um, uh, buy a monster for the next session. Um, we're gonna have all of that set up by next week, so that you guys can do that, and we can still interact in the chat. Um, but it won't be the same as yep. the hero points. Sorry, sorry.
1: So yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I think that's kind of. I think that's, that's kind of it for, for our the review wrap up and, and for review. our wrap up and all that jazz. And we are gonna do something. That it's going to become ceremonious now. The DM always sits in this chair.
1: Yes, it does. And
0: I'm not the DM anymore.
1: Nope.
2: You ready to switch? Mm. I
1: get to sit
2: in
0: in this chair now. Oh. I know this chair is broken.
1: And there so, we are. And we have now switched. So now I'm in the GM You're chair. In the GM
0: seat. And I am in the
1: PC seat. You can get ready for a crazy ride for this next arc. So if yep. you have anyone that you know that has not watched or is like, oh, it's a lot to try and catch up, we will have two uh, recaps uh, videos on YouTube. Yep. One for our uh, story arc one, one for story arc two. They can watch both of those in less than 20 minutes Mm -hmm. and then be ready to uh, launch with the start of season three on this adventure.
0: Yep. Um, So remember, Monday night is going to be our special collab with D20 Collective uh, with uh, Trufflet, also known as Kaylee who is from the company and we're going to be talking accessories what do you need what do you want and what is an absolute ridiculous thing to spend money on um, when you are gaming we are really really excited about that they are an awesome company awesome organization so we're going to be doing that and then um, Tuesday or excuse me Thursday middle of the day 10 a.m. Mountain Daylight uh, we are going to be Weston and I and I and her warder for a Wheel of Time set, uh, setting of D anD D five E with plain nerd allies. It will be hosted on this channel, um, as well as plain nerd allies. So,
1: so yeah. Uh, before we go, yeah. I do want to do one thing, uh, John. You're still on here. I want to show you. There's a couple of pieces I still need to make, but I want to oh. show you what I've got. Don't move it. I'll move the camera.
0: Oh, oh you're gonna move the camera. Okay. move. The so camera. this is his build. This is what he was working on. He's going to move a la camera and show off our extremely messy room. (laughs) So here is what Weston has been building. So we've got the second level and uh, the doors and the cool stained glass on the side. I don't need to. And we're going to be putting, um, we have uh, lights and stuff that we're going to be putting in it, right? We need
1: to get some. Yeah.
0: Well, you have the we have the um, LED lights we got from the Dollar Tree, the little ones that you could put underneath.
1: Um, and underneath, uh, that actually that layer can come off, um, that top one if you want to lift it.
0: Okay, everything's gonna fall apart, but I'll.
1: You just gotta disconnect uh, on two spots.
0: <laughs> okay, it's fine. I'm fine.
1: And then underneath there will be a kit, the kitchen
0: do the camera again there we go so the kitchen and stuff is here
1: kitchen and, and bar will be there
0: little, this is a little it's a little archway that i'm breaking
1: Jeez, honey you really are breaking I'm all my sorry. stuff it's okay there's some pieces i need to build that'll make it more secure uh so it's not you love it's not me so i've got enough walls but okay, i good. need some better connectors i need some other things so, so you
0: already have Captain Rogers. I can probably think of a few more NPC names. Yes, you can. <laughs> probably. Um, Feel please, free. Please don't put in like Scarlet Witch and stuff, though.
1: Yeah, d- don't, we don't
0: need the entire Avengers squad. Just
1: don't get me in trouble with Disney for copyright Please don't.
0: <laughs> anyway. Um, yes. Yay, right. Walls! So thank you so much for joining us tonight, you guys. We really do love what we get to do twice a week here and all the other times that we get to play and
1: and we will be here next week we will have my mon- again monday night uh so monday train talks we'll have on kaylee kaylee okay from d20 collective um they got some great stuff that we're going to be showing off and then tuesday Is i start into this next arc and you are not one. going to want to miss it it's true especially since we finally get some magical items yes
2: I suck at that.
1: Sorry. All right. We love you all. And since I'm here, remember, it only takes two.
0: Oh, we're changing our tagline?
1: Yes, we are. Dang it. Because I'm the GM now. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs> Good night, Good you guys.